going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Wyatt and Feek of 340 Ori over Zoom video. Wyatt and Feek are both from the Miami area. They met in middle school and we hear about how each of them got into music. Feek actually had a cousin that was doing music so he got inspired to try to write a song. He ends up showing that song to Wyatt and they ended up collaborating and have been writing songs ever since. They talked about writing that very first song together, a huge moment they had on SoundCloud, their major success on TikTok, and all about their new EP, At The Door. You can watch our interview with Wyatt and Feek on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be awesome if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with 340 Ori. What's up, guys? How are you? We're good, good man. How are We're you? good. Thank you. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I appreciate you uh, both being here. Um, my name is Adam, and this podcast is about the both of you and your journey in music. And uh, we'll obviously talk about the new EP coming out. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sweet. So um, are you both born and raised in the same area? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Both from Miami, Florida. Mm-hmm. You both grew up in the same. Did you have how, like when did you guys meet each other? Was it pretty young? I mean, middle school. You were you're from uh, Miami Gardens, though. Right? I was born in Miami Gardens. Yeah. Okay. So where, born, where's Miami born, Gardens? Tell me. Tell me about that growing up, real quick. Miami Gardens. It's uh. It's just like another little county. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I lived there since I was since I was probably until I was probably like in. Halfway through elementary, no, right after elementary school, but I don't even really remember it all that well. Uh, okay, so you were just born there, and then you you moved out pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. it's really close to. It's only like thirty minutes, forty minutes out from from where I was at least. Uh, yeah, I, I was in Pembroke Pines. Um, that's kind of more like, you know, it's everything's relatively close. Like Miami, Miami's was probably only like thirty minutes away from us. So okay, you know, kind of that. For anyone that's not from South Florida, Miami is kind of just what we did. Yeah, I'm from Miami. Just claim yeah. South. You just claim Miami. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes everything a lot easier. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's awesome. Well, uh, well, okay. Then tell me why. Where you born and raised? There. Uh, how'd you get into music? Um. So we've been best friends since uh, about middle school, sixth grade, and we've always kind of both had like a passion for music. And, you know, but it was always just for fun. Like, we, you know, we just link up and just be making music together just just for fun. But it was funny because, like, everyone around us would always be like, yo, like, that actually sounds really good, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, um, you know, it took us some time. It wasn't until we graduated high school in 2015 where it was kind of like, you know, maybe we should try this music thing out for real like let's actually focus and try to like get better and um see where it takes us and you know here we are <laughs> wow okay well who kind of started the conversation like is it feek or you uh, why or is it like oh hey like i want to i want to start right. making music like let's try this it was, me. It was yeah. me for sure i remember i had a cousin 
that she was the same age as me and she was making music. And I remember she was staying with me um, and we bought a whole bunch of music equipment. And okay. so like what? Just, to- just so you can, uh, just so everyone else can know what you're talking about. Like what kind yeah, what, you? So, yeah, just so like she can like record and like get her ideas off on or whatever. And then I remember so did you get like some mics around. or like a, a interface. Like what? What, what was yeah. the equipment you yeah. picked up? Oh okay. yeah, like it was a, bottom of the barrel mics and yeah, <laughs> like garage like band, the, the cheapest okay. thing possible. <laughs> but got we you. got it, and then she was making music on it and stuff. And then I was kind of like, I can make music. I can, you know, I can record. And then so I tried it, and then I liked it. And then I showed Wyatt, and I showed Wyatt a song, and Wyatt was like, oh, that song is fire. He was like, <laughs> he was like yo, let me get on it. So Wyatt gets on it, and then from there, we just always made music together. And it was yeah. just like... But he, but he, I remember definitely first, like, he was the first one to kind of like... I remember people would kind of like ask us, like, oh, so like, what are you guys going to do after uh, high school over there? And he's like... I'll be a rapper. <laughs> and I just remember kind of being like, like, damn, you like you really want to do this thing. And um, but I, you know, I had confidence in both of us, and you know, I was like, screw it, I'm gonna be a rapper too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so if you come to Wyatt and be like, Hey, I, I made this song, and was that nerve-wracking at all? Or were you just like, dude, check this out, I made this? I I feel like it wasn't nerve-wracking. Me and Wyatt were always really close. And okay. even if he was like, this sucks, <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't say like, this sucks. He would just be like, oh yeah, you could, you know, like tr- create, create. Keep trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, okay. it really constructive, but I was just kind of like, I made this, listen to it. I think it's the best thing in the world. You know what I mean? Okay. And he was like, sure. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> Looking back, was though, it? it was terrible. Oh, you still have <laughs> it? Um, I yeah. think I have it somewhere. Yeah. I don't even know exactly like where yeah, it is. I don't remember. I know, uh, I remember buried on some hard there. drive somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the name though. The first song we ever did together was called "Let's Take a Trip." Yes. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> and it, 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 it's, it's as cringy as it sounds. Yes. <laughs> was that the one you were talking about though, Fig? The one that you said, "Hey, I yeah. got the song." Okay. So. Yeah, that was- <laughs> Did you have like a hook? Like, wh- like when you presented it, what was it just you rapping over a beat that you created or? No, nah, I had a hook. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it really wasn't that bad though. Like, listen to it. Listen. It's just cringy. It was just okay. like, it was just like, ah. Uh, okay. No okay. one can hear this. <laughs> that's why, that's why I don't have it. I'm kind of, I remember it. Listen, the last time I listened to it, I was like, oh, my God. Like, this needs to be tucked away from the world. <laughs> sure, sure. That's funny. Well, how did, like, had you ever rapped before? Was it like, oh, I'm going to just try to rap on some song? Or didn't you, like, write out lyrics? Or, like, how did you do it? The first time, well, that first song, I actually sat down. I found a beat, and then I started writing lyrics. And then okay. I recorded it. And then I like added more to it from there. So like I kind of started it and then finished it. Okay. And what about you? Why had you ever rap before? Or was it like, I want to try to do yeah. this too? No, I definitely, um, like, like I kind of said, we always was kind of rapping, but you know, more for fun, just maybe never like putting it down on, you know, on paper and getting into the booth and trying to record something. But I remember I've been, I was like in 
third grade bumping 50 cent like oh really okay rapping, rapping all his lyrics and you know freestyling i remember i vividly remember in like sixth grade one of one of the kids at school also like made music or i can't even say also because i wasn't even making music then but he was posting his music and we would have like freestyle battles over facebook like we'll just play a beat and yeah like <laughs> Like he would literally like post a video of him rapping into the camera, listen like with a beat playing, and then I would like respond and like rap that. Uh, that's so, so funny. I've, yeah, so I've literally been obsessed with you know hip hop and music since, and it's not just hip hop. Like I was listening to Lincoln Park, Rock, uh-huh. Three Day Grace. Like I loved like all genres of music, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, since as long as I can remember for real. Wow. Okay. And well, real quick, how did you guys meet? You just ended up linking up in sixth grade. Like, did he sit yeah, behind yeah. you or something? Like, uh, how did you guys even so, uh, start hanging out? His, his uncle. Um, he plays basketball. He plays basketball. And then Wyatt was on the same team as him. Yeah. So his uncle's like the same age as him. So we're all we were all kind of like friends. But I guess technically, I became friends with his uncle first, and then through his uncle, I met him, and uh, you know, we just all been super close since then and um but yeah that was in sixth grade so yeah wow connected since that's incredible so you so once you have that first song and uh why you jump on the song is like okay now we've got this thing going on let's form a a group together and just start writing yeah i just because we didn't put out the song because we're if it was up to me i would have put it out but I would have regretted it. (laughs) (laughs) Why it was like, why it was like, nah, like we got to make a whole bunch of like music and we got to get like perfect at it. So like we made music for like a whole year, year and a half, didn't put anything out. Oh, wow. Literally working on our craft. It was like, you know, in in retrospect, there's probably so much more things we could have done right. But our mindset was always, uh, let's perfect our craft come up with you know the best plan strategically we can as however old we were in 2015 yeah to come out to this come out on the scene and present ourselves as a rap duo 340 and that you know we've been rocking that same brand and name uh since then so oh wow so this all started like sixth grade middle school but you didn't put anything out until you had finished and pretty much finished high school Oh, nah. It was, uh, so, oh, okay. It was, it was more towards like, the end of high, high school. school. Um, but, you know, again, we've known each other since sixth grade and been right. messing around. But, you know, the taking it serious part and kind of actually planning and thinking was about from 2015 to, you know, when we first came out, 2017. Okay, I got you now. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what yeah. was it a certain song or like at what moment were you like, okay, we're ready. We're going to put something out. I think the very first song we ever put out uh, is called, food, it's yeah. called dog, dog food, food freestyle. freestyle. It's called dog food freestyle. I think it's still out on SoundCloud, um, which was crazy because I remember at the time we put it out and I think we got like, like 5,000 streams on SoundCloud in like a week. Wow. And for us, we were like, Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Like, let's, let's do it. <laughs> we we know what we doing. We the we the hottest new thing on the block. So, um, yeah, and it's just been a it's been a journey for sure. But I would say 
since the day we came out, we've done nothing but progress and, um, you know, keep uh, keep pushing towards it. You know, another sure. thing, another thing that's big that kind of made it made just got lost in translation is, um, you know, we always <clears throat> were also bigger than music too. The actual first piece of content that we ever put on the internet was like a skit yeah, of us too. of us like just joking around and being funny. Um, his aunt owned a restaurant and we made, it's not out on YouTube no more. We took it down because it was bad, but, <laughs> but, um, but like, that was always a big thing for us too. Like, you know, wanting to act and be entertaining alongside with the music. Okay. So it's always, yeah, it sounds like even for you, Wyatt, like going on Facebook and like rap battling people like via <laughs> that, like you've kind of been doing that for a while. Obviously your, your guys' TikTok is insane. Like the amount of followers you have, even your Instagram. But I mean, like, it seems like you guys have been pretty comfortable in front of the camera and entertaining people like via the internet for a while. Yeah. I just randomly remembered, <clears throat> we're not as big on Snapchat, but there was a time when we would make like funny scenarios on Snapchat and like post them like every other day. And like, it was within more of like a, I would I wouldn't even call it a friend group. Like anyone that you know, you on Snapchat, you probably have like all your high school people following you, even though you're not friends. But I remember people like messaging us like, yo, when are you posting again? Like uh like messaging us on Snapchat. Like it was like a little Snapchat oh, wow. doing. So like, yeah, we've always kind of had this entertaining kind of mindset about us and just put it wanting to put content out and you know whether it was music, whether it was style, whether it was, uh, you know, uh, entertaining, funny skit or something like we've always been kind of like wanted to do that. Okay. With that YouTube video that you said you did at what your aunt's restaurant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My aunt okay. had a restaurant. Well, she still has the restaurant, but this is kind of like when she first opened up, but like, it was just like a skit about like someone ordering food and then like sending the food back. It was mm -hmm. funny, but it was such a cringy funny. <laughs> it was it was funny. It was good though. Yeah. Did, like, were people responding to it? Like, did you get? I mean, oh yeah, is that what kind of got, got your like, name out there? I think we got like three thousand. Yeah, we probably got like two, three thousand views yeah. at the time. So like, you know, again, like for, I would say, it was it's crazy because at that time I feel like we were getting some attention, but it all felt local like it was mm -hmm. just word of mouth like friends and showing it to more like friends of friends of friends so you know it felt like the response we, we were getting was great but at the same time it felt like we were almost kind of like taking over our little hub of you know high schools and stuff mm -hmm. what and moment I, did it change like when did it become a much bigger thing than you anticipate or not anticipated so but like what I was think, the next level i think when we put out a song called um, Waste Man, um, I remember we put out a song called Waste Man on SoundCloud and uh, XXX, you know, you know, XXX. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He reposted it on his SoundCloud. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, at the time. And I remember, I think he had just gotten out of jail and I don't know, he just reposted our song and that was like the first influx of random, like, like I guess fans just right. kind of hacking and then we started to like kind of build like a fan base out of that and then we also um 
one of our best friends to this day. He he lives in Houston, um, and we're in Houston. Uh, we're like really close. His name is Young Don the Sauce God. Uh, he does. He has like two million subscribers on YouTube. Um, and that story is in the whole nother story within itself. We we've known he, we've also known him since high school, and uh, like we're just, we're just always uh, really close friends. And um, one day he started his YouTube channel where he was telling like animated stories about his life. And uh, we pretty much started doing yeah, the music thing. Music we started started putting out our music around the same time. So here you go, like two creators that kind of known each other since high school, do like trying something that's, you know, technically different for the first time. And, right. you know, when you're starting something new, a lot of people, at least at first, aren't supporting you. Um, and I felt like, we had this, like I was reposting all his videos. He was reposting all of our songs and it was like this mutual thing going on. And one day he just took off, like, like gained like 50,000 subscribers overnight and he yeah. blew up. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and then he was like, yo, I'm moving to Austin. I'm moving to Austin, Texas. Slide. Slide. And we, we moved out with him. And um, from there, you know, we just started creating content together and kind of just you know, putting, like, just making content together. So that was, you know, a, a lot of big exposure for us because he was getting a lot of views at the time. I mean, <laughs> he's still getting a lot of views, but at the time when we were together and, uh, yeah, that was another thing that definitely kind of widened our audience. Wow. What was it like having XXX share your song? Like, was that something that you both like, what is, like, what happened? Like, that's so <laughs> oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, it, it it didn't really make sense, but at the same time, I think that was like the culture on SoundCloud. It was like this underground community where, oh yeah, if you were dope, the dope people would find it, and if they liked it, they would repost it. It was kind of like, and I think that's something I still really appreciate appreciate about SoundCloud, uh, where it's like a very easy platform to share music and you know show another audience you know music that you're liking even as an artist like we could repost songs so yeah i think soundcloud is so cool and it's it's got the attention of a lot of people right i mean it's broke a lot of artists out of out of just soundcloud and it had like a whole like almost like a genre that came out of it as well it's crazy (laughs) i mean do you guys still are you still pretty active on soundcloud or not as much because of spotify oh no, we Whenever still we post, we post on SoundCloud. Yeah, we everything cool. that we put out, we put on SoundCloud, like because, I mean, again, like that's our route, and I would never, uh, I would never reject it like that. Sure. I would say even to this day, it's probably still one of our biggest musical platforms. That's cool. That is cool. So when does like you get the you know you start gaining a following and you know this the this guy that you moved to Austin with starts doing well as well and you guys are both kind of coming up together. Like, how do you continue to, you know, keep building and keep going? Was that something that you were worried about it dropping off or, or not even um, something you thought about? Yeah, it was I would just, say just consistency. Like we were posting a song probably every like, month like to once, two weeks. Yeah, like every once, like every two weeks to a month. But mm-hmm. I think the next like real big stepping stone was uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, I, I remember... I remember there was a period where I was like, like we would watch music videos and you just see this black and white tee in every music video. I was like, 
like what the what the hell is this why <laughs> like why am i seeing this everywhere and yeah then, you, know, you, start, you see you start seeing the articles like TikTok this TikTok that TikTok this and i was like what is TikTok? What is TikTok? And, and you know, Old Town Road. For good. me, what kind of got me onto TikTok was when Old Town Road, when it like blew up. Oh yeah. Like, where'd this song come from? Yeah. You know I mean? Like, and then it was like, oh yeah, it blew up on TikTok and all this. And then I was kind of like, what is TikTok? You know what I mean? Yeah. So because I knew what it was before musically. But yeah, I was like, my son had Musically like, before. Yeah, it was and like, like for like children. Yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah, no, it was. And like random people that were verified on it, like their badges like came, you know, took over to the oh, next. TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so like from there, I was like, me and Wyatt were both kind of like, maybe we should start posting on TikTok because yeah. obviously it's blowing up songs. <laughs> yeah, like, right, right. And it's like, you know, not, uh, it's not very often where you see like, Look at all the the big social media platforms, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram. I remember like as a as a creator, it's like you look back and you're like, damn, I wish I would have got on Instagram right when Instagram right. popping. Damn, I wish I would have been putting on YouTube since six years old and I'd be like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like hear right. the stories, like the people that got on it right when it was new and fresh and everybody's talking about it. Everyone's calling it lame. Everyone's like I don't want to do that, but right. at the same time, it seems like it's undeniably growing as a platform, and it's kind of like oh, it's like the biggest social media thing there is right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like this is our opportunity to you know hop on the new wave and kind of try to be on the forefront of it. And um, yeah, that's what we did. We started posting on TikTok and being just keep consistent. posting and posting, and then something just did. Was it just kind of gradually? your videos would get more and more views or like, was there one that kind of really, Yes, no, I think there was a learning curve. Like we had to understand the culture of TikTok. Like I remember what, what was the first video you ever posted? Oh, the, the first video I ever posted was of two lizards. <laughs> like, like, they, were, they were like attacking each other and it was just two lizards. And in my head, I just recorded it and I posted it. Cause I was like, I don't like, I don't know what I'm doing on here. Right. And the video got like, probably like 15,000 views. And I was like, what's going on right now? <laughs> Whoa. And that's kind of like, you know, again, the the beautiful thing about TikTok, it's like, you know, following is obviously important, but the platform is so, I guess, viral in a sense where mm-hmm. you could have zero followers on TikTok and go- and you make something good. If, if you, yeah, if you yeah. make something- that resonates with people or whether they think it's funny, interesting, inspiring, or uh, musically, they just like it. Uh, you have a shot. So, you know, I, I definitely think TikTok's like one of the best platform jobs, especially for up and coming artists. Yeah. I think it's incredible that it's almost like a, like a level playing field for everybody. Like if, if it throws it up on the for you page, somebody will see it. And then if enough people are like, Oh, engaging with it, TikTok will keep sharing and feeding it to other people. Yep. So I just yeah. think it's so cool how they've came, came up with this algorithm instead of like, you're only going to get seen by people that know who you are already. And, exactly. and even then it's, they're going to bury your posts. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, like, you, like you said, it, you said it right. It's like they leveled the playing field for creatives. Like it's, if you, if you're creative and you got it, then show the world. Yeah. That's so rad. Um, well, Talk, I want to learn. I want to know about your new EP, but I also saw that you guys did the halftime show at the heat game. Yeah. Oh, dope, yeah. <laughs> what was that like? Man, and was that a playoff game? 
I, it wasn't a playoff game. It was a, uh, I think it was like a seed game for like for them to to advance the playoffs. Because I know the playoffs I, are happening I, now, but like still, yeah, I, I think they're already locked into the playoffs. I think it was more just like uh, where they're gonna sit. Yeah, where they're gonna sit in the playoffs, but unfortunately, they lost very badly. <laughs> <laughs> but still, to tell me what it was like. Like you get this call, like hey, you get to play the halftime show at the Miami Heat game. That must have yeah. been. It was, you know, it blew was your mind. It was definitely surreal, especially um, you know Miami being our hometown, and uh-huh. it's like it was. It felt like just a crazy like yeah, like a full dream. full three sixty moment, especially because you know we had moved to Houston for the past couple of years and been doing our thing out here, and it's like boom, like yo, come perform at the halftime show. The Miami's like what, like. What? Like what? <laughs> yeah, how do you even prepare for that? Like that's so crazy. I feel like I don't even know. You don't. You don't prepare. <laughs> you, you just go out and do it. <laughs> you just go out and do it. You know, I will say though that I feel like, um, you know, me and Feek have been per- like again, we've been performing and doing this thing for a while now though. Mm-hmm. So you know, even though it's super exciting, you know, it's like. We felt like we were supposed to be there mm-hmm. at some time, and you know, I think there's there's a lot to be said about that in the sense of like, you know, we we put the work in, and so when opportunities come, we just want to seize it and you know take advantage of it. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, talk to me about and then now the e- the EP that's coming out on Friday, I believe, right? Yeah, uh, six. Uh, yeah, at the door. So, yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> so, um, I guess first I'd say uh, what. Definitely shout out to Nars, uh, Nars Records, Danger, Marcella, our whole team. Um, and I think this project to us is kind of just like the next stepping stone of, you know, quality and production of our career. You know, we've, we've done a lot on our own, just kind of, you know, going from making music at, in our mom's living room and like, you know, sock on the mic or we just say, well, we'll yeah. garage band, like, <laughs> and it's like, boom, now we're working with, like, Grammy-winning producers and, you know, like, performing at the, at the Heat Games. Like, I think it's just, like, this is, like, the next stepping stone in our career. And, uh, you know, we were just really excited about it. That's what this kind of this EP represents is just kind of, like, taking that next step, being excited and living in the moment and going crazy. Wow. And was this the first time you put something out with a label? Or yeah. were you signed before? What was that? What was that experience like? Oh, it was dope, man. I think it was different. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we we got some. It was like the first time we ever got a a Spotify playlist, like a real like Spotify playlist. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Like it's always it was just different, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't like different in a bad way. It was right. Let's say our our uh, way of posting music was elevated. Yeah, cool. It's, like, it's different. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's just like. Now you have like this group of people that's you know working every day to support you and try to find opportunities to make things better for you versus you know me and Pete just knocking our heads against the wall like in our living room just like ah what do we do next like what do we do <laughs> right so, yeah. right yeah now you have a team so, I'm sure of people that are helping you out and getting your name out there and getting the word out there yeah mm-hmm. no for sure so it's it's been an amazing experience and you know just like I said can't can't wait to keep growing and keep going for 
did that lead opportunity or did that open the door for you to work with certain producers? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Well, luckily though, for us, uh, uh, the head, the head of our label, uh, Danger, he, he himself is like literally a legendary producer. So, uh-huh. you know, with his network, uh, with his network of connections of other producers and himself, you know, we kind of are able to go anywhere we want musically you know whether we want it to be chill crazy whatever like and he can make anything crazy. <laughs> yeah it sounds crazy yeah That's so it's so amazing like hearing a beat that he just made for us like 30 minutes ago he's like <laughs> yo like listen to this and we're kind of like oh yeah God, like, like this is crazy blown out of the water every time so it's like but it's good because you know it pushes us and it's like okay. yeah it's kind of like i can't i gotta we gotta ride the beat because mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We can't let the beat ride us like yeah. this. Gotta be, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, when right. the beat's so good, like you have to be more creative on it and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Like getting that production, like, you know, he's, he's doing records with Beyonce. It's like, okay, this is the level of production that, you know, we have to come into it creatively. So it's just been great. When you guys go into a song, do you write everything together or are you like, oh, fleek, I got uh, this, you know, this verse or whatever. And why maybe you're like, oh, I got a hook right here. Like, how do you guys like typically form a song together? I would say it's really all over the place. So let's say Wyatt makes a, a hook and he brings it to me and like, oh, listen to this. And I get on it and or I make a hook and I bring it to Wyatt. Like, oh, listen to this. And it's like, oh, it's fire. I get and he gets on it. Or we can both sit down and make it together. It's kind of just like however it goes. But when we're like in Florida and like recording at like the studio, everything is just written together. Yeah. Okay. We never, sorry, we never try to like, you know, put us in a box, you know, because what I have noticed is you, it's like you have your go-to creative process, but sometimes like making songs in a different creative process, you know, brings something that you've never could have thought of before because you're, you know, you're, if you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, sometimes you're going to get the same results over and over and over again. So it's sure. like, we just like to switch it up and keep the vibes flowing and just go off of the environment that we're in. I love it. And what about performing uh, for the record? Are you doing a tour or anything? Or just uh, we're work, we're working right now with our team, kind of uh, trying to find the right people of you know who we want to work with. Sure. Uh, to, that set all that stuff up, but we definitely plan on doing more shows. We love performing. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, thank you both so much uh, for doing this today. I appreciate your time. Uh, and I want to do, I want to, I have one more question. I want to see if I can get an answer from each of you individually. Uh, if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Um, uh, uh, I, I would just say, you know, if there's something you want to do, whether it's, you know, acting, music, fashion, whatever, astronaut, dancer, like, just go for it, you know, like, I feel like it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter how young you are, like, especially in today's age, you know, talking about platforms like TikTok, like, there's so many tools out there that you can use to get closer to your goals and put yourself out there. So, you know, just as cliche as it sounds, chase your dreams, don't let anyone tell you you can't or can't do something because you know the world is yours and you could be chilling in your living room flipping pancakes and then boom next day you're a superstar like (laughs) and it's like as crazy as it sounds 
you're see we're seeing it before our eyes happen like every day like regular people are just their lives are changed just because they were brave enough to you know jump out there and get in front of the camera and put themselves out there so just do it like nike. It. <laughs> like nike <laughs> what about you Fee? i feel like any advice i would give is just to be consistent like something i used to always tell why like every single day i'll be like there's something i could do right this moment where tomorrow our whole lives will change and i just need to figure out what that is <laughs> so it's like if every day you're trying to figure out what that is or or putting something out like you're just multiplying your odds over and over and over again and eventually the odds the numbers yeah, like the numbers, and eventually yeah. it has to like work you know what i mean but it's just about how how much you do it and how much you believe in it and how much you're thinking about it does it keep you up at night you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, so, and you know i think i guess this is a slap on what he said it's like don't be i guess scared or worried about the criticism because it's like if no one knows who you are then it doesn't even matter like right? yeah. they're only uh, they're only we're only gonna judge you off of the things that we see and if we see it that means you just became visible and mission accomplished so it's like don't worry about the views don't worry about you know uh my friends say this suck your well your friends don't know nothing like <laughs> you know like because there's it's like i could show you i could i could put this water bottle in a museum in a case and you might walk up to and be like oh that's just a water bottle yeah? like what's so special about this water bottle and then someone else could come to this water bottle and be like oh my god this work <laughs> the work of art the way that it's uh halfway full but not halfway empty, whatever it is, you know what I mean? So it's like, just, you know, everything is based off of people and how I feel like, and I used to tell why I used to say this to why all the time too. It's kind of like, everything is like, if you can convince one person, you can get a million dollars. Like It's all about just being convincing. It's all about believing in something and then making it real and making other people believe in it. You know what I mean? And that's everything. So that's that's that thing for the advice. Bring it in that word.